0: Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so yes, today is the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Um, But I want to take a little bit of a different route today with what I wanted to preach about as I was reading with the readings. And this is kind of one thing that I've been thinking about. In the Catholic Church, we have four different ways of prayer. The Church breaks them down. One form of praying is prayers called Prayers of Blessing and Adoration, where we praise God. When we say, Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, that's considered a prayer of blessings and adoration. Another form of prayer is called prayers of petition. What my needs may be, where we're constantly telling God what it is that we need, and we're called to pray that. Another form of prayer, a prayer of intercession, where we intercede for others, whether it's good test results, whether it's whatever it may be, we're interceding. That's called a prayer of intercession. Today I want to talk about the fourth form of prayer, which is considered the most neglected form of prayer, and that's called prayer of thanksgiving. What's prayer of thanksgiving? Thanking God for all that God has given us and has done for us. The gift of life, the gift of our friends and family, the gift of food, clothing, shelter, the gift of an answered prayer, the gift of our salvation, the gift of being able to participate and practice our Catholic faith. These are all gifts from God. This is called a prayer of thanksgiving. Thanking God. And we're told, and the church has said that this is one of the most neglected of all the forms of prayer. We're good at praying for people. We're good at asking, which is good. We should do that. We're good at praising God. But how good are we at thanking God in our prayers of thanksgiving? In today's reading, we see two examples where the people in the readings are thanking God. They are truly praying a prayer of thanksgiving. We saw it in the first reading, it comes to us from the book of Exodus. In the prayer in Exodus, uh, uh, it's a prayer of thanksgiving by the Israelites. The Israelites are thanking God for what he has done. He has parted the Red Sea. They're able to get away from the Egyptians because they were under bondage and slavery of Pharaoh and the Egyptians. So if we paid attention, they were praying a prayer of thanksgiving. It said this, Who is like you among the gods, O Lord? Who is like you, magnificent among the holy ones, awe-inspiring in deeds of renown? worker of wonders when you stretched out your right hand and the earth swallowed our enemies in your love you led the people you redeemed us in your strength you guided us to your holy dwelling thank you god is what they're saying god there's nobody like you if it wasn't for you we'd be lost and we would get devoured by our enemies and then we heard in the gospel another prayer of thanksgiving the person we know that there was 10 lepers 10 people with leprosy they approached god all are healed on their way to see the priest, and only one comes back to thank God, to pray a prayer of thanksgiving. Thank you, God. And we heard it. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. He fell at the feet of Jesus, and he thanked him. And so, brothers and sisters, today we have to ask ourselves, the Blessed Virgin Mary, she was a model of thanksgiving to God. She was a model of saying, proclaiming how, God good, how good God is. God, God, you've used me as your handmaid. you created me from your own hands. And so how good are we at praising God? How good are we at not praising God, thanking God for all that we have? Some questions that may arise when it comes to prayers of thanksgiving. One question may be, does God actually expect me to pray a prayer of thanksgiving? Does he really need that from me? And the answer is in the Bible. Jesus said it today. Jesus said 10 were cleansed. Were they not? Where are the other nine? Has no one but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Jesus is asking us to thank him. The second question may be, God, if you know everything, you know my heart. You know my intentions. You know if I'm thankful or not. Why do you need to hear me say thank you? And the answer is, Jesus doesn't need to hear us say thank you. We need to hear us say thank you. It's a reminder to us when we thank God, we're being reminded that God, without you, I'm nothing. God, without you, I'm just a piece of dust. God, you're everything. I'd be lost without you. So when we're thanking God on a constant and continual, then we're just we do it for us. God doesn't need to hear thank you from us. God does know our intentions. But it's so necessary for us to remind ourselves, God, without you, I can't think, I can't walk, I can't work, I can't move, I can't even praise you, God, without you. So it's for our benefit. Because our pride gets in the way sometimes. Look at my business. Look at this. Look at that. Look at what I've done. Look at what I've accomplished. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. No, look at God. And thank you, God. Because God, if it wasn't for you, Jesus, my Lord and Savior, I'm nothing. I have nothing to offer. And so brothers today, brothers and sisters, today I want to talk about the two thieves. There's two thieves, two evil spirits, two thieves, two robbers who try to rob us from praising God with prayers of thanksgiving. The thief of comparing and the thief of complaining. When we are constantly comparing and complaining, there's no room for thanksgiving, me thanking God of my life. Let's talk about thief number one of thanksgiving, which is the, uh, the, the robber, the thief of comparing. If I'm constantly comparing myself with other people, their house, their spouse, their finances, their graves, their body, their children, then when am I going to have time to thank God for what God has actually given me? If I'm constantly comparing, then there's no time for thinking. And I like this, just four words, five words. To compare is to despair. There's nothing good that comes from comparing. To compare is to despair. Say that. To compare is to despair. Say it. What is despair? To feel hopeless. Look at what they have. Look at their social media. Look, they're happy. They're vacationing. They're doing this. They're doing that. And we despair we're not thinking when we compare our lives to other people we're saying god you messed up you didn't give me the right spouse you didn't give me the right looks you didn't give me the right brain so i could get good grades you messed up is what we're indirectly saying when we're comparing our lives to other people and it robs us of thanksgiving saying you know what god at least i woke up today at least i can think at least i reached my destination safely so compare is really to despair and the one person who loves when we compare our lives with other people is the devil. Why? Because I'm so focused on what God has not given me by comparing my life to other people that I'm not counting my own blessings and thanking you, God, Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit, for what I have. And the devil rejoices, and he's happy and excited, and we become hopeless, and we fall into despair. We're depressed and anxious, and you say, God, you've messed up. The second thief of thanksgiving is complaining. The word complaint comes from the word complaint to express dissatisfaction or annoyance about something. This doesn't mean that we should never express our feelings, express sorrow, or make complaints. We have, as humans, we have emotions, we're not made out of stone. But there's a difference between complaining and venting. Some of us don't stop complaining, which means I'm in a constant state of negativity, toxicity. And when I'm complaining, I can't thank God for what He's given me. I can't see because I'm blinded by complaining of what God has given me. It has robbed me of thanksgiving. Venting is different. Complaining is, I don't want a solution, I just want you to listen to me. I want to tell you how bad my life is. I want to tell you how I'm a victim. Venting is different. Venting is, I have to bring my complaint to you. I'm not very, something is going on in my life, but help me find a solution. Help me not be negative. Help me to not be toxic. We talk a lot about, oh, there's a lot of negativity in the world. And what are we going to do? This world is going down. Be the change. Let us be the change. If we're not comparing and we're not complaining, we're bringing positivity. We're bringing that Holy Spirit of joy in our own lives. We radiate that to the people around us. The people that live with us. The people we go to school with. The people that we work with. Fill in the blank. For constantly complaining, then there is no time for thinking. Complaining about my food, my body, my clothing, my spouse, my Wi-Fi connection, the priest at your parish—he's his homilies are take forever. He talks too fast. He does this. He, we're in a constant state of complaining, rather than saying, "You know what, God? This is what you've given me. This is good. Thank you." And so, how do we avoid being robbed by the thief of complaining and the thief of comparing? which prevent us from showing thanksgiving to Almighty God. Just two things, and we'll wrap up. Number one, we should be attentive at Mass. You may say, well, what does Mass have to do with thanksgiving? The Mass is a whole hour of thanking God. The prayers we're saying, when we say the lahumara that literally translates into, to you, O Lord of all, we thank. And to you, Jesus Christ, we praise. For you are the giver of life to our bodies and the resurrector of our souls. Jesus, if you didn't do that for us, thank you for that. If you didn't do that, hell, it was my only destination after I passed away. Are we attentive to the words we're saying? Are we just saying, to you, O Lord of all, we thank. To you, Jesus Christ, we pray. How attentive are we at Mass if this whole one hour is an opportunity to thank god and on top of it the word eucharist comes from the latin word eucharistia which means thanksgiving when i'm participating in the mass i'm saying the words i come and receive jesus the eucharist i'm saying thank you god thank you that this week these past six days i've made them through thank you ask yourself how easy is it for me to miss mass oh i was on vacation father i missed mass well, the same Uber driver who took you to the club on Saturday is the same one who takes you to church on Sunday. That's an excuse. Oh, I was tired. I should be getting to Mass on Sunday when I'm on vacation to say, thank you, God, I afforded a, 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 a vacation. Thank you, God, that I reached here safely. Thank you, God, I get to relax. Other people don't get to do that. Thank you, God, for this ocean view. Thank you, God. I'm going to go to Mass and thank you. Oh, I, I couldn't. I was tired. I was studying. It's a real indication of how thankful we are if we miss Mass very easily. And the second thing we should be doing besides being attentive at Mass is we should just say the three words, God, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit, thank you. Those three words are the easiest and most beautiful prayer that we can give God. When I want to complain or compare, thank you, Jesus, is what I should be saying. Thank you, God, is what I should be saying. Immediately, No negativity, no toxicity. I'm not bringing that into my life. I'm not spreading it to the people around me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, is literally what we should be saying. Keep track. Do I say thank you, God, 10 times a day? Do I thank Jesus throughout my day? Keep a little tracker on your phone. Put it right next to your beds. Uh, right ne- we can leave a little sheet right next to our, 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 our beds, right where um, the, the, the stand by our bed, and we can mark how many times I say thank you to Jesus today. How many times I thank God today and keep track. And watch and see how we become better and that we bring that uh, that attitude into those around us. So the Israelites in today's first reading and the leper in the gospel both prayed prayers of thanksgiving to Almighty God. Two thieves who try to rob us from praising God with prayers of thanksgiving is the thief of comparing and the thief of complaining. Many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the Most Holy Eucharist today. What will Jesus find in your soul? A soul that is thanking God throughout their day, therefore praying prayers of thanksgiving, will Jesus find a soul that is neglecting their prayers of thanksgiving to God, because they're so because we're busy being robbed by the thief of complaining and the thief of comparing. So, brothers and sisters, today we have a very important decision to make. We will sit here for a minute and make that decision and ask the intercession of our dear Mother Mary to assume our hearts, which are filled with complaining and comparing. And say, Mary, I wanna be like you. I want to be a model of thinking God as if you were the model as you are the model of thinking God. So sit here for a minute and make that decision with Mary. Amen.